0: me need Feed me more. Feed me more. Feed me more. Feed me the Ryback Show starts are. now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Thursday Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Thank you for joining me, streaming on Instagram as well. The big guy, Ryback22. Still not uh, waiting for TikTok to finish the uh, approval deal for go back to lives on TikTok. But YouTube, Twitch, at Ryback Rules, And it looks like the Instagram... Is the Instagram off? No, the Instagram... We're going to try Instagram one more time. See if uh, technical difficulties. All right, now it looks like the Instagram. Instagram, welcome to the Ryback Show. Technical difficulties as we started. Had a fantastic day, guys, today. I uh, had my shoulder uh, therapist across town. We uh, unlocked new scar tissue in the lat that is allowing me and in, to increase my external rotation in which I just did more work here with that in the softball and broke up a bunch of new scar tissue, and I feel really, really good. Had a great workout today. Been mixing it up, going to different gyms in town, finding new things uh, to use. The LVAC on Sahara, I've been there before. I actually went there yesterday to do my Stairmaster work. They have, uh, it's, it's one of the original LVACs in town. But it has probably of all the LVACs, I think it might have the best equipment out of all the ones. It has better equipment than the new ones um, because they got they got more options on the machines. It's definitely better than EOS Fitness, e- uh, EOS, EOS, EOS Fitness. The uh, even though I like EOS because they have a couple of things there that the other gyms don't have, and uh, so that's what I find. I like kind of think about uh, what I'm going to train for the day. And I go, well, what do they have like conditioning wise? And what can I do that I'm not going to be able to do with this gym? And I got my gym and I incorporate, I use my gym, you know, once or twice a week. So, uh, or I'll come back and do a couple extra things. So I'm, I'm, I'm mixing it up, mixing it up and, uh, feeling good as I, I keep progressing here. So it's just one day at a time. And, uh, we are, we're making major, major progress as, as we've been here on the shoulder and, going hard from, uh, we're a little late today on this, but I, I get up, I get up early and, uh, and, and I'm up, you know, until 11, 12 o'clock at night. And, uh, it, it I mean, it's literally just a marathon all day. I've, i go from one thing to the next, to the next on top. Of, you know, I set aside my time in the morning to really, to do the social media stuff, but like emails and it's, all throughout the day you know and i'll be driving at a light get a check with hurry send this email do that and uh it's good staying on top of everything staying busy and uh, sometimes it's definitely difficult doing these shows every single day and as i knew it was going to be but i'll always try to get on here at least for an hour 45 minutes an hour and uh talk to you guys answer your questions health fitness supplementation mindset pro wrestling whatever comes up and uh you know, have a little fun is uh, enjoy my my last little coffee, which is way late tonight. Way late, way late, and uh, so the GTS is going to for sure being being taken tonight to to make sure that I I go to sleep at a decent hour. Thoughts on branched chain amino acids? I see it getting a lot of hate for being uh, pointless. Uh, I've always seen the hate on that, and uh, I can I can understand both sides. You see, uh, here's where ours is, is different. And, and the, the finish it branch chain amino acid is one. We got, we got, uh, two and a half grams of glutamine per serving. I do two scoops at a time. So you're getting five grams of glutamine, uh, which is great for recovery, uh, as well on that. And it's a, it's a full electrolyte supplement. So you're getting branched chain amino acids and electrolytes along with glutamine. So, Especially like vegans, if you have a diverse diet and you're getting your leucine, it's, it's not your which it's, that's that's plant based uh, amino acids. Uh, it's just good insurance. It's like it's having a good insurance policy, but I look at it also as for like. They're enjoyable, and I think that it's like one of those things if you have them in between meals or if you have them at the right time before training you can never have enough amino acids in you. The building blocks of protein. Like you can say, okay, you could go without it for a day. But I look at it as like, are you going to go buy some shitty energy drink or some shitty drink, you know, to, to sip on, or you can get this drink that has nothing but positives in it. That's the way I look at it with that. I think people are always looking to though, to try to say this is that like supplements aren't pointless Supplements, are meant to supplement a great diet and it, it gives you an edge. And I will fucking take that to my grave because I've lived it my whole life without having to be a fucking big steroid cheat abuser and all that other bullshit. Like they work, but they work if you work. And, and so, and that's my mindset on it. And I, I think too, that like people, if you don't like branch chain amino acids, which why you wouldn't like them, I don't understand why not even liking them with that. But, like, if you, for whatever your reason is, you hate them and you think, like, you can't argue, like, like BCAAs, the building blocks of protein, are good for us. So, like, how how is that bad? Now, it's bad when you put them with artificial sweeteners and artificial colors. Yeah, that's really bad. But what we're doing isn't bad, Not one, not bad one bit. And I think if you just don't like them, I'd say just don't buy them. But sometimes people really, they got to distract themselves and like, ah, blah, 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 blah. But that's my take on it. I tell people too, there's like, there are 23 calories per scoop, BCAAs. Sugar-free, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. You have all your electrolytes. You take a couple servings of that a day. Take it post-workout. You're getting the recovery with the glutamine as well. Or if you just want it in between, if you late-night craving and you just need something sweet to drink at night before you go to bed because you're craving something, how's that not beneficial? Then you're not eating the Ben and Jerry's or the bullshit. That right there becomes a valuable tool to have. So you see, I think it's just how you look at it with those things, in my opinion. Uh, Let's see here. Good to see all of you guys. And I will look into, I think it's going to have to eventually look into getting a team of of people to mod so that there's always somebody modding regardless. Usually these are all going to be always between five and seven o'clock, four to seven o'clock, depending on my schedule. But um, let me see here. What do you recommend for kids trying to grow at teenage time without taking any artificial food? I think if you're just a teenager, learning proper nutrition and, and, and making sure you're getting all your vitamins and minerals uh, as much as possible through food, plant-based diet and, and learning learning what foods fuel you uh, and understanding your, you a know, basal metabolic rate calculator. I think it's important for everyone. This should be stuff that should be taught in school uh, on how to navigate through life and, and, and through nutrition. So we live in a day and age. The cool thing is kids now have access, I mean, to top information from top people. The key is finding those top people and filtering through all the bullshit, right? Which could be a little difficult. That's why we say find a couple people that you trust and then run with it. And then for whatever reason, if it's not working, then find another person that you trust. And it it it's... It, it's we, we live in a day and age, though, where we really, really, we can learn anything we want to learn at our fingertips. It's just it's filtering through the bullshit. Ryback TV fan, thank you. How did you create your finisher, Shellshock? Uh, while I was out injured, uh, as I was com- uh, in my head fi- contemplating what the Ryback character that I wanted to come back as wasn't going to be a Terminator-based character. Um, and I started coming up with, like, names for my finisher, things that I was going to do for later on. I already, like, the wheels were turning, and this was what I was told after the ankle injury that I was I was done wrestling. So, like, I was in my head, though. I was, I was gearing up for a big return, and I was watching a lot of matches, a lot of WWE matches. I'd ordered, and I still have a whole... I mean, I ordered at the time. I owned, I think, every WWE DVD that I could buy, and that was made... And would watch and study matches because I was, I was, I had nothing else to do outside of rehab, train and watch matches and keep my foot elevated and ice it all the time. And um Brock was doing when Brock's first run in WWE, he picked up Undertaker, and I think it was Hell in a Cell. Uh, and he would do he was he did it just for a short period of time, uh where he would pick guys up for the fisherman suplex. And he'd throw them over their head. And I know why he stopped doing it because it's fucking hard on you to do that over and over and over, especially with big guys, which is why I changed up how I loaded guys up for that for that move. And I switched down to the where it's like the good morning squat deal. And it makes it I could where I could pick anybody up in that position. But throwing guys over your head in the fisherman suplex way for shell shock. <clears throat> My weight limit was Paul Heyman. And Paul was more because not his weight, because his stomach st- stood out five fucking feet. And I, I remember, I was like Jesus. And like the bigger guys, like the the big shows and Canes, great colleague. There's no way those guys are getting picked up, and they it, it, just not humanly possible. So I, I changed the, the the load up on that um, specifically. The tens I won, I went to, I with that one was a mess up on my own going low. And that was the only one on that way. And then the Paul one was picking him up over my head, which I didn't want to do in which he was at me. Oh, you'll be fine. Just throw me over your head. We don't need to walk through it. In which I just go, I, it was my own fault for even, I should have just said, fuck you, you fat fuck. We're going to walk through it. And like, and then uh, and, and he knew what was going to happen because he can't jump and his stomach legit sticks out five feet. And it was it's my fault at the end of the day. And that was on a live event. And then I ended up muscling him up when he was pitter-pattering, freaking out. And I said, st- I go, stand fucking still, Paul. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and that's how – and then Shellshock, the name, was uh, – I always loved Ninja Turtles – and the name, I love the, na- the 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 meaning of shell shock is battle fatigue. When you like go to war and your opponent is completely fatigued, and then they're motherfucking shell shocked. So I just thought it was a very fitting name um, tied into me what I liked, and in meaning wise for what a, a finisher should be. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, if you say you're you're working build, you're working on your chest exercises, and you don't feel your chest working during the set, am uh, I building muscle? I, 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 it's tough to say. I don't know. I don't know what you look like. I don't know what you're what you're doing. Um, it is, you know, when we when we work out, like I did chest today, um, we you want to feel. Now, a pump is different necessarily. Blood will will fill up with the muscle, and there's different ways to, to get a pump. Uh, I train more for, for strength, but I also do do some little bit of higher rep stuff in there as well uh, to pump a bunch of blood in there. But it could be, too, if you haven't developed the muscle tissue yet and you have a flat chest, there's nothing there to really f- to fill up yet, right? So you have to then break down those muscle fibers that you have so that they rebuild stronger and bigger and create the stimulus over time. And you just got to keep, you got to keep, keep at it. Um, and you know, if you, you're doing something and you know, three or four months in, you, you notice zero improvement, then you got to take a look at, at what you're doing um, your nutrition, uh, how many sets you're doing. Are you training hard enough? Are you creating enough stimulus to the, to the muscle tissue, any particular workout, And then, you know, there's also, Jeff, there's just there's genetics at the end of the day and and not not all of us have have great genetics. And a lot of people don't. I've seen there's people that have really poor just genetics in general, but there's something else they have, though, that's superior to others. That's the way kind of life works. It's like you you got you got you you got to learn what your strengths are and play to them. But as humans, we kind of like we want what we don't have. Right. It is just the way it's always going to be. But. You know, you just got to you got to keep adapting and, and, and trying different things, and making sure. Like for a chest workout, I like to make sure that I'm getting uh, adequate sets on incline, building up that upper chest so that the chest looks full and developed. I, but I, I like to, I hit all three heads. I do I do four things actually. I like to do a, a good incline movement or two, uh, a good flat movement or two. Uh, A decline chest movement also for three or four sets and really get those lower pecs and really because I love that way that squeeze with that. And that's the other thing you could do, Jeff, when you're training and the three second holds are a beautiful tool uh, to incorporate and you don't got to do it every single time, even if it's just the last two or three reps where you just really hold and squeeze for a few seconds. Could really really help uh, along too with that and, and with that mind muscle connection and being focused when you're training and really trying to like keep your your mind focused on what you're trying to build and recruiting those muscle fibers that like this is all stuff that can be applied just in, and I think you know and also a pec a fly movement uh, I'm really big on as well usually as a finisher for me uh, and you know even today after that I did my pec I did 22 sets of chest and then I did 50 burpees also uh, as part of my conditioning with the uphill farmer walks I did and I posted that on Instagram and then I did 45 on the elliptical as well uh and that and I did calves with, with after my chest workout too so that was a solid day but you got to mix it up and see see what's working but a balanced approach to the muscle groups uh, is never a bad idea I do four meals a day, and one of those meals, like my post-workout meal, was uh, my ISO Hungry, the uh, caramel cookie plant-powered protein. Two servings of barbecue pistachios, and then today um, I did I did my I've been on a grilled cheese kick. I did a vegan grilled cheese with a little plant butter on the stove, and uh, which is absolutely amazing. And uh, and two servings of tomato soup with that. And that was my post-workout meal. And I'll do one more meal. My last meal will be very low carbs, will be kale and spinach uh, with a protein and uh, and maybe, maybe a little bit of mushrooms in there as well. Something pretty simple though, but a, a high protein, low carb meal uh, to wrap up the night. I am not a video gamer, guys. I am on Twitch, though, but it, it's just for this show. Yeah, I'm concerned where Ricky Scurvy has been. I, I honestly don't know. Ricky is completely... Ricky's taking a social media break, I take it. Or Ricky is working again. And Ricky didn't have a job during COVID, maybe, and Ricky's, like, working full-time now. At Big Five Sporting Goods, that's where I picture Ricky Scurvy working, Big Five Sporting Goods. And he's just working morning to night. He's trying to get that manager position and uh, because he likes to have a little bit of power. He likes to be in control, wearing that that swap meet fake gold chain, staining his clothes, his his Big Five work shirt. But uh, he'll be back. He's going to say, sorry, guys, I've been working a new job, and we're going to know it's Big Five, no doubt. Vegas is hot as balls right now, guys. It was, uh, I believe, one thirteen or one fourteen earlier. I think it was actually supposed to get up. Did it get to one? I think it got to one fifteen today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Nighttime is it was it's one oh nine right now, and I mean it's seven o'clock p.m. seven sixteen. It's one hundred and nine degrees where I'm at right now, so I'm I'm positive it was at least one fifteen today. Because outside earlier, when I did, I did a Ryback TV video because I did my shoulder appointment and I was across town, which I got to get those uploaded over to my guy so that we can get those scheduled here this week on on the Ryback TV. But uh, yeah, it's hot. Luckily, you know, air conditioning is a beautiful thing. Vegas for the next three months, air conditioning is a must. I luckily, I got a friend who's in the air conditioning business as well. I used to roll with him in jujitsu. He uh, owns his own company. Great guy, Junior. He—I uh, only had one time my AC went out. I think it was last year. It randomly went out. There was something that had to get replaced. Since I bought the house, it was new, and he got out here within hours. Thank God. So I, because if I, the big guy has to sleep at night with no air conditioner. Oh man, we might as well just go go to go buy a bottle of tequila and just call it do a twenty-four hour live stream. Because I, I, I cannot sleep in, in the heat. Well, considering I'm 39 years old, I don't think joining the Army at, at this point in my life is, um, is something I've ever considered. I am thankful for everybody who does serve, though. Nothing but respect. Good question here. Oh, wait, hold on. That wasn't the... Thank you very much. Yeah, USO met me and USO's. USO's always used to pop for things that I would do. Whether USOs and me get along really well, I've I've always Roman. I get along with all the USOs really. Me and Samoans get along well. Um, and I don't know why that is. I get along well with pretty much everybody. Probably the contrary to what anybody wants to believe. I'm always laughing and having a great time with people. So like it's never you're gonna see me like causing chaos. And like I laugh. That nah, like, I, I just me and Ziggler whoever we're just we're, me and Stew we're laughing, Heath we're laughing, like it's because it's because it's, 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 when there's a time to be serious and you know but me and the Usos were always were laughing. I respect the Usos. Usos I remember I think it was Jay Uso came up to me when I was Ryback right and Red Hot and he go man Uso you getting a hell of a push he's like I bet I could kick your ass and I go, I'd like to see you fucking try. <laughs> like but that's how we like we we get along and then we just fucking he's like oh we're cool like it's just they're tough though they're tough motherfuckers they uh i respect that so and they uh i would want them on my side for sure but they always i remember when i did a a commentary i go shout out to the bad guy razor so they they heard it in the back and they just lost their shit they as soon as i got to the back they were just fucking dying I love doing commentary. I think I think I, I'm, I could do very well. And that was me as a character. I think if I was just doing straight commentary, I, I understand the fundamentals of it enough and, and what needs to be done from an entertainment standpoint, as well as not taking away from the matching performers. Uh, it, it's creating a, a good balance and flow of that. I can tell you one thing. I'm far superior to whoever Raw has on whatever they're doing with, uh, with, with the new announcers. Corey Graves and Saxton, I've always loved them. But I'm talking about like the new guys. (sighs) Ah, man, not good. But it takes time. That's not that's not with Vince in your ear and all that. And and I I would just ignore whatever Vince was saying. Literally, I just I didn't pay attention. I would keep it like that and just talk. And I'm listening to the other guys and stuff. I knew what I had to. What business had to be done. I have no interest. God damn it! right, Right back, talk about the match. Hell of an arm drag there by Finn Balor. I am a cutie. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, you guys have asked that. If you just checked the previous podcast, I give my thoughts on uh, the recent releases. The rumor on the street is Vince is, is trying to put together a package to offer a big guy a big comeback for SummerSlam. So he had to get rid of some guys to make room for the big guy's payday, if you know what I'm talking about. What's going on? Guys, there's no such thing as a dumb question. There's only dumb people. We can't. I can't stress that enough. There's never, ever a dumb question, but there are dumb people. I think we could all agree on that. Good to see all of you. Ryback versus Goldberg at SummerSlam, retirement match for both of us. That would actually be fucking awesome. People would the people that that would after the retirement polls, marketing polls, what a brilliant and then I make a new poll. Who do you want to see retire, Ryback or Goldberg, going into it? That's the buildup. That's the story. Book it. Then we do the follow-up for Saudi later on to get a double payday out of it, coming out of retirement, and then then go away for good. Thank you very much. Thank you. I would like to think I have a genuine smile. I would like to think I'm a genuine human being, guys. I think a lot of times... I read people's comments where I see they're like, I'm in awe of watching a celebrity eat food. And I'm just thinking like, what the fuck? Like, what do you guys think people do? What do you, like, humans are humans. It's just work ethic and how we act and interact and what we do with our lives. Like, you think Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't shit? You think he doesn't have to shave or like comb his hair or shower? Like, what do you think? Like, that's why I'm always in awe of like, I go man, what's the starting point for people like what do you think there's like a magic thing that when you're a celebrity you're like I am a god who doesn't shit. Like I don't I don't understand that. I shit 5 times this morning by the way because I'm vegan. I think if you watch my my social media videos and everything I've talked about for 5 years You'll know why I'm doing what I'm doing with my life to to to, and to go back to pro wrestling in some capacity. Do you think I'm just like like really killing myself uh, like on all ends of things? I wouldn't be doing. I'd always do conditioning, but I would never do it to the level I do. Guys, I'm training very hard right now so that I can get back in the ring with my shoulder. It was so damn close. Like it's. I, but I have no timetable on anything. I just know I'm in a position I've not been in since this whole thing happened. Thank you very much, Warrior. I, I've been that way since I was a kid, so it's this is why I, I don't know any other way. That's why it's, I, that hungry mindset. None of this is a gimmick. It's the real deal. That's why it works, and that's why like, it's it's um, it's given me everything that I have in life, even with adversity and a ton of bad things that have happened. I just overcome them. It doesn't matter how long it takes, I overcome them. Um, what do I think about high carb intake, uh, even as vegan, as long as protein needs are met? I think that's very dependent on the individual. I think it's dependent on your activity level. You know, um, being vegan, a lot of people think like if you go vegan, you have to eat high carbs. That's not true. Not true one bit. Uh, but wh- here's my experience and what I've learned and what I'm continuing to learn. I notice my body processes carbohydrates better as a vegan than when I ate carbohydrates with animal products. Why that is, I don't know. I just notice I burn the fuel more efficiently. I notice my metabolism is faster, and along with all the other benefits of the blood flow and the health and building muscle and, and all that deal, that jazz, right? Um, I think though a balanced diet and being vegan and mixing in some carbs and knowing what you got to know, like, my thing is this, if you know, you know what what the macros are that worked well for you as an animal eater, those macros are going to work well for you as a vegan. So it's just learning the foods that you need to eat and still having a diverse diet. Like I said at night, my nighttime meal is going to be almost no carb kale spinach. There's a little bit a negligible amount of carbs and the fiber almost eliminates all of that. Right, and and that, and and a little bit of mushrooms, there's nothing in those hardly, and then some plant protein on that. And that's going to be that'll be a meal that'll be between 80 and 100 grams of protein and low carb. And two, like the fats and eating healthier fats. I noticed my like, I always had, I think our body uses plant based fats so much better than animal fats. And you don't know this until you're doing it and give it time and you just see you're just like all these things I thought about food because they were taught and like with the all this, the protein animal protein that that's the fucking devil with that shit now that I look at it and I'm like man fuck that shit that shit was called it's Yeah, it builds muscle at the expense of everything else. Whereas if you go plant-based or vegan, you build that same quality muscle, which is actually better quality because blood flow is improved and endurance is improved and you don't got the clogged arteries and the plaque and all the other bullshit. And research shows this time after time after time. There's no arguing with it. And I'm just going by my experience because I'm not even big on looking at like studies like, well, I wasn't in any of those studies. I need to know for me. And I'm living it, seeing it. I'm just like, I feel like I found the fountain of youth, like I said, where my prime is just going to fucking get ready to get started. The moment this shoulder is back to exactly what I what I want, and it will be. It 100% will be. I already know it. Because I've seen, I know where we're at right now. And we're almost in the fucking, we're almost home. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. But I don't think I, this, my energy is so much better. My, my thought process is so much better uh than it ever was ever was so but uh if you want I think it's playing around with it, man, and uh and keeping your carbs under control still and eating at the right times, pre workout meal, maybe some post workout a good amount in the morning, carb up, and then you could taper them off as the day goes on, depending on what your schedule is, so. uh garrett how you doing buddy i didn't see all of that we'll go ahead and block uh that not the guy that's saying ola the other guy yeah so a good comment on that thought you were a wrestler not a teacher so that's kind of i think this is the the downfall of pro wrestling and pro wrestling some certain fans they think that if you're a pro wrestler you have zero credibility in anything else that you do. And I think this is a very horrible, like, I, I, I don't know necessarily where the stereotype started. But I think it's just, it's maybe from people's, like, what they saw back. Let me tell you something, brother, that they, like, think that's that. And, like, they can't understand that that guy is a physical actor and is a skilled physical actor. Pro wrestling isn't Pro, pro wrestling is physical actors playing the role of wrestlers because it's not actual real amateur wrestling, right? And that's a fact. Nobody can argue this. Like, this is a fucking fact. And I have embraced that. I am a physical actor, and I'm very skilled at physical acting, as are the majority of people that do it. And I think oftentimes that that negative portion of the fan base, they look down at people that do other things outside of wrestling because in their little pea brains, they only see guys for what they want to see them as the roles they're playing on TV. And that's why I'll shove this shit down your throat and you're going to tune in and you're going to watch and you're going to realize that there's a lot more to Ryback than what you thought than just feed me more, feed me more. I have an appetite that can't be satiated. Like we could talk about anything and that the human being that got there that had that success, that drive, that hunger, that hungry mindset has allowed me to do all these other things and create a business that makes me more money than pro wrestling now and allows me that mindset to overcome needing a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement when almost every other motherfucker would have quit. Every other motherfucker would have quit. Nope. Challenge me. I'll overcome it. So, and I, and I speak to help people that with things that I I have knowledge on. And if I never, if I don't know something, I have no problem ever saying, you know what? I don't know that. I think you need to speak to somebody else about that. So I always try to stay within my lane on, on what I know and don't know. And that's why a lot of the topics we talk about are the same stuff on things. And if it's something that you need to go talk to a doctor, I'm going to tell you to go talk to your physician about, I'm never going to give medical advice or things of that nature. But I think talking and communicating, is a great, great thing uh, because I get DMs and messages from people every day thanking me for talking and for doing these, for doing the shows for the last five years and things. So I know that they help people and I know they help me and I enjoy it and it ties into my brand and what I'm doing. I'm like, how many other supplement company owners do you see giving people the time of day? How many other pro wrestlers do you see constantly giving people the time of day? And then you got to ask yourself, am I really that bad of a human being? Or is it maybe that I am a good human being and that 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 negative people need something to latch on to to try to justify their hate and insecurity and jealousy? Those are the questions you need to be asked. So am I a wrestler or am I a teacher? I'm fucking both. We all are if we want to be, as far as teaching goes. Always, 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 and I'm also I'm also a student. I'm not just a teacher, I'm also a student. <sighs> Uh, I love Sheamus. I think Sheamus is fantastic. He's uh, he works very very hard. He looks fantastic. Great wrestler. Uh, a great person. Always got along well with him. <clears throat> I didn't even acknowledge. I don't. When I was giving my life story on Raw, the crowd give, giving me the what. Uh, I don't remember. I don't even, I honestly don't remember. If they did, I just, I remember at the end, I think everyone was cheering, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I get more uh, people that message me over that promo than anything. So Uh, I got business to do. It would be great, you know, And that, on that, during that time, you're not allowed on TV. And I've already, it had been through other things where I'd had my promo time taken away from going off um, the script. They, uh, Vince, and them would oftentimes <clears throat> they didn't like it. So, and, uh, and I would I would be told all the time, like when Goldberg, if everything never acknowledged Goldberg stuff ever. That was always always told to me on a lot of things and like just random things like that. So, I don't honestly don't remember TV crowds though were always more of the live events were like incredible, and then uh, pay per view and TV crowds are always more of the marks where they the people that are like marks for themselves and just want to be heard. And I but I, I always tell people this. Go back to any match of mine and watch when cr- the crowd especially specifically as a babyface, watch whenever the crowd would chant Goldberg or, or make another chant and I would literally just control them, let them have their fun and I would go right into a feed me more thing, they would switch instantly. And I get like who like who's working who like go watch. Every time Not once did they like revolt against me and like, no, every time. So, and my thing is the ability to make people make noise at all times is a beautiful thing. As a baby face or heel, that's a skill. And you go back and watch, and as you watch today, I go, who are the guys that are controlling crowds like that? How many are there? There's, There's not a lot. So how horrible am I? My real name is Ryback Reeves. Live events, yeah, Batista spot on on that. Live events, there wasn't all the TV bullshit, and the crowds were genuine people that just wanted to have a good time. And in live events, is is what made everything great. There were there were way too many of them, um, and I'll never go back to that schedule ever again. But they they were the most fun, from from that standpoint. Uh, I've always always liked AJ Styles. I've got to wrestle him once. Over, I think we wrestled in Abu Dhabi um, when I I went heel towards the end before I left WWE, and uh, and I thought we had a had a, had a nice little match. Um, great crowd reactions over there, uh, but we, I didn't get to wrestle him enough to know. I think he I think he's he's great. Obviously, as far as uh, doing things, I think he's definitely character development is is uh, improved drastically uh being in wwe but and I, I didn't see in all fairness i haven't i never saw a lot of him anywhere else i was always busy doing my own thing and, and i didn't watch other programming and nor would i have time i would only watch certain things for matches to look for moves i would do typically watch old school matches for psychology stuff i wouldn't watch today's stuff for psychology i would watch more bret hart stuff ricky steamboat some flair stuff uh guys of, of that nature uh, and then incorporate that into modern day moves in, in between with all that stuff. Yeah, I'm again. There's the vegan uh, for life. There's no once. There's no going back once you realize. Like, uh, I challenge everyone to a 90 day vegan challenge to go all in for 90 days, no tapping out. Do it for 90 days and uh, throw away everything that you have that's not vegan. Learn the vegan foods. And, and make sure, you know, get take a whole food multivitamin uh, and I would buy a whole food uh, iron supplement until you really understand uh, the nutrition aspect of things. And uh, I'm telling you, after 90 days, there's gonna be a very strong percentage that, that stay for the rest of their lives, no doubt. And the, the thing is just getting people, I really wanna get a good social media thing going, uh, a 90 day challenge. I would love to see The Rock go vegan for 90 days. I think he would be. He would. It would have a a, um, a very positive impact. He's a very influ- influential human being uh, with a massive following uh, today uh, with our society. I think it would be very beneficial for him to do something like that. Very cool to see a guy like that go full vegan for ninety days and to show people because he would do it right. He would be like me as far as the mindset. He he get like he 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 knows he would he would find a way to r- find the right foods, and and he would actually. I think if he, he knew the how much of a fountain of a fountain of youth it really was, he would already be doing it. Cause there's just so many misconceptions with the old school bodybuilding bullshit that that a lot of us all get caught up with and it's not true. It's not true at all. No, I've considered pro wrestling and doing what I'm doing from an entrepreneur standpoint, uh, and eventually making feed me more nutrition, the largest supplement company in the world, uh, as well as, is is hopefully going back and dominating, uh, and being a, a very, uh, strong, having a strong presence in the pro wrestling field. Uh, and then, and then opening up more businesses along the way. That is my goal. And I'm happy and I will do MMA training, uh, for my own personal enjoyment. Um, with that. Thank you for the badges over on Instagram. If you're 16 years old right now, no, you don't need supplements. Focus on the diet, learning the training aspect of things. I think eventually you know, at some point throwing some creatine in, I don't think is, is a bad move, creatine has is, is been shown to, to definitely help increase performance and strength and ATP production. Um, but I say right now, wait till you're about 18, 19, uh, unless, you know, again, if you're playing football and you're like, I, I started creatine, I believe around 16, 16 and a half, right around that age. And, uh, it was very beneficial. Um, and I to this great day I take ten grams of our ten count creatine. Uh, there's no calories. It's it's uh, has enhanced with glycer pump, which helps with with blood flow and the pump factors uh, working out. But, uh, yeah, you know, I say at this point, no, you don't. There's nothing outside of again a protein powder, the plant based protein. Anyone could take that that sort of thing, and all the supplements are natural with natural ingredients and things. But the, at this point, I always look at them like. You got to get other things. You're young. You got your natural hormones with things. You don't need to to, to do anything quite crazy yet until you really get everything figured out um, from a diet and training standpoint. Thank you very much, Shannon. Yeah. I always enjoyed working with Kalisto. Uh, I always enjoyed, uh, always thought he was a, a good person and we always got along very well. Um, now we haven't done, uh, we, we got a new video. Actually, we just do videos like funny ones. We've got another one today, a star Wars one. I got to get, he's, I'm waiting for it to get from him that I got to edit, um, that, uh, with my guy. But, uh, a lot of that stuff, when I'm, I'm I, I film, so you got to understand, like, I film, I film a lot, like, th- like, we're doing this, this is every day, this is easy, a 90 minute time deal right here, every day doing this, whether the show's an hour, from setup to, to closing things, and then getting it over on the podcast, and all that, I got to send stuff over with all that, um, and then, like, I do the Ryback TV videos, you know, I'm filming a lot throughout, throughout different things. And then, like I filmed, we did we do this stuff when I do see them. Um, It's it's just it's a lot, so I don't uh, I don't film every everything. Like I just work so, and I feel like I put out as much content as anyone to begin with. So like I and I I do easy content what I what I know I could film and do within my day. Ghost Rider. Thank you for the super chat. How can I get a body like Bruce Lee? Again, it's going to come down. You know, someone like that was extremely disciplined. And it, I would say he also had a fast metabolism. He was an ectomorph for sure. Uh, but he also, and he, he trained like a madman from all from all accounts and everything I've seen. Uh, I would say if you're trying to, to look like him, uh, I don't know specifically what his diet was. Um, I would say, you know, mimicking uh, aspects of things that he's done uh, in, in catering it to you and your life and how it applies to, to your life um, would would be the, your best shot at doing that. Um, but he was a very, very active person, but also, you know, he he did from and I have a poster of him upstairs actually, where he's he's ripped and uh, in, in one of his classic poses, uh, he just, he strikes me as an ectomorph in people like that, that have super fast metabolisms where he just maximized that he didn't, he didn't try to, to play the size game. He just, he had, you know, fantastic core strength, uh, and just, he had in, fantastic muscle, muscular development, even though he was smaller, his muscular development was, was very, very chiseled and, uh, and on point. So I would, I would look into those things and see what he was doing and what exercises he was doing and things like that and apply it to some of them and see how it goes if that's the physique that you're looking for uh no i haven't talked to jinder i actually accidentally texted jinder last year um because it was when i went to text raj for the the wrestling report show and i had both of them in my phone as raj and i think i had him as raj jinder And then I had Raj in there and I accidentally, I was in a hurry doing something. And I, I text Jinder. I was like, Hey, are you ready to go or something? You like in Jinder, he goes, Hey, big guy. We just hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good buddy. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. But we always talked and got along. Well, me and Jinder, he was down in FCW after I was there. uh, just one of the guys we know from developmental, like guys like that, too. Like you could be away from him, not talk to. And you see him, it's like nothing has ever really changed. But, I mean, we were never like overly close or anything. Always got along, though. We'd, we'd talk and had conversations and things and like that with most people. So uh, I'm not a family. I've seen some family guy stuff. I haven't seen a lot. I don't watch a lot of TV. Uh, always I've seen some stuff It's funny for sure. Good to see all of you guys. Yeah, I've never understood the best in ring performer thing. I uh, I think everyone there's I don't believe there's a best in anything. I think that's just something fans make up. There's no like best in ring performer. Everyone's good at different things in different ways. And uh, I've never understood the fascination with guys who just want to like where fans are obsessed with how good moves are done. Like, is it? I don't, and or like it's just an odd thing to me on that. You know, I think you know, and you want to give two two older people. You know, look at Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan. You know, who's a better in ring performer? I would say both are absolutely amazing in different ways it just depends and there's different things that they know and Hogan knows how to work a crowd Cena you could put Cena knows how to do a lot of things to elicit a reaction from a crowd or not do a lot of things to elicit a reaction from a crowd that guys that have a million moves will never know how to do and that I was very privileged to to learn and catch on to that really quickly uh that has helped me tremendously in in Wrestling, so it just depends on you know if you're looking like who does like the best springboard. I just go like I, I don't know. I think everyone that does a springboard, it does a springboard. I don't think there's a way to define who does the best springboard or who does the best this or best that or like I think I don't know. I I just never have understood. I think that's just kind of a, a term people use for like guys that aren't like the most over. Well, they're not the most over, so like let's just call them the best in ring workers like a participation trophy. That's my, just my opinion on it. I just like guys are great or not great. Like, and I think it's not, you got to be great at everything. Uh, a Ryback TV fan. What is your favorite attire? And for other WWE wrestlers, sorry for spam. Uh, mine is always the singlet. I love, I love the singlets. Now the airbrushed on them with that. I love that look with the weight belt and that will be uh, the, the attire I wear for the rest of my career. Go ahead and block them. Sorry for that, guys. We're going to go ahead and block that too. If you're looking to... Uh, yeah, people love to compare Roman and Edge Spears all the time. My thing is if you're comparing like people's Spears, you don't have a lot of other things going on in your life. I think it's great. Cool. Is that What is that? Water Cooler Fan Talk? Like... I think both guys do good spears, do great spears. If they, like, there's a way to do that too and not hurt people. And then there's a way to do it more intensely. Some other guys do it the more intense version. That hurts people more. Right? So... Taking a look here, see what else we got, guys. If you want to eliminate chest fat, though, it's going to come down to reducing your overall calorie consumption during the day. On that, a basal metabolic rate calculator. Again, uh, MyFitnessPal app is a great way to track your calories. Um, You got to start really until you get good at understanding nutrition uh, and what food and energy that we are putting in our body, you got to reduce your calories. And and usually I like to say the two to 300 uh, calorie increments, um, for a duration of time uh, and and with increased activity and and training and our bodies will burn body fat um, in different places where everyone burns body fat differently as far as what are their stubborn areas and obviously hormones can play a factor. If you you have high estrogen, you may have more chest fat. So then you gotta look at, that's why I always advise people to go to get, go to their primary care physician and, and go and get your hormones checked, get your total testosterone, your free testosterone, your estrogen, your follicle-stimulating hormone, your luteinizing hormone. Uh, I would get your thyroid, your T3, your T4 checked. And along with it, you know, I would get everything. I'd have your cholesterol. I would do a whole panel on I'd make sure at least once a year, twice if you can. That's the only way you know what's going on with our bodies. And then from there, once we have that knowledge... Oh, I have high estrogen. I could take uh eat more broccoli and increase my DIM consumption or I take a DIM supplement that can help uh reduce my estrogen. Get that down. That might solve your problem alone right there. So, a lot of factors in that though, but you got to you got to ask the right questions and hopefully that can kind of point you in the right direction of 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 doing some things so that you can get some information uh and make more educated decisions on what to do and how to approach it. Uh my diet is actually being a vegan isn't more expensive except for eating out, if that makes sense. <clears throat> because some of the vegan places, their their costs are higher on that. But as far as my grocery bill, it, my grocery bill is not any higher. In fact, it might be less at this point. Um with everything. Buying what I was before I thought I was buying the grass-fed beef and steaks and that stuff was, was not cheap. The the amounts that I was eating at the time. And always like I've uh and buying vegetables and stuff and different things. It's not, I've been, I've been just everything I thought was just wrong, like on, on the entire diet. So that's why I'm just so passionate about it now. Cause I was like, I was the extreme meat eater thinking that was the greatest thing ever. And that's what I had to do. And you know, that's why I know like, I was like, man, if I changed anyone in the world can, but I'm thriving on it. And Cause I've approached it the right way. I realized, Some mistakes I was making and it was more just had to learn nutrition a little better. Learn all these foods we have available to us on this planet. Good to see you guys. Yeah, guys, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee anything uh, with the original Nexus ever happening ever again. They did a documentary, and wouldn't even bring all the guys back for the documentary. They only used, and then then that got delayed. I heard they're not even putting it out now, and I don't know what happened. So, my thing is, is why wouldn't you have? I know I'm not being affiliated with it, but they didn't have like Tarver, they didn't have uh, Justin Gabriel, PJ Black. Um, they didn't have, I think they just had Wade, Heath. I don't know. Heath didn't even do it. Heath, I think they tried to get Heath, and something happened. They wasn't weren't able to. And so they used Wade and, and Fred, Darren Young, and I think they used Cena, who wasn't even the real Nexus. It was part of that. That was all after shit was all, all south on that whole thing. So how is that a documentary? You know what I mean? So they, they, they canned it, from what I heard, for at least delayed it. And I would hope they delay, they, they get more guys. It, well, how do you do a documentary on seven guys or eight guys? I think maybe they had Dan, maybe two, who was in it for, for one night, right? Who wasn't in it for the rest. How do you have a documentary and not have the whole guys? What kind of documentary is that really then? You know? So I do talk to Heath. Yeah. I love Heath, man. uh no steroid things are not good for bodybuilding so we're going to block you good to see all of you guys thank you once again Let's see if we've got any questions over on instagram uh my weight right now is between uh it, it fluctuates i've been going to bed at 288 to 291 depending on uh on the water consumption uh so i would imagine though uh with that i'm i'm right now in the very i'm like a, a very solid uh 285 to 287 i would say cuz by the you know by that account all accounts on that and what's going to happen is is my weight training with the, my shoulder uh and i can already feel it like now that i'm going to i train it about half the weights that I always did in my prime. And again, not using steroids outside of being on TRT in the normal range with that HRT in the normal range that, that I've been on since 28. I have to train very heavy to have the freakish size all the way, because like that's the, the more weight you can lift with my genetics and like I, I build more muscle. I have that thickness with that. So that is something that has been, I've kept my weight and I could tell though, like my chest and shoulders have more work to get them exactly. I need to be able to move a little bit more weight more consistently. Uh, but I'm playing it safe until we get the shoulder, everything, because it, there's no point. I could train heavier and I had for a period. Um, it's not beneficial to do that until we get this the remaining kinks worked out. Uh, but I already know I've kept myself within striking distance so that I have like a – if I have a month window or a six week window of where I could really turn my training up, the results are going to come very, very quickly because I've kept myself in shape despite not being able to train as heavy as I did. So that's been my goal this whole time to stay within striking distance of like not getting too far away from what I've done. And I feel even at my worst, I always stayed close even with like through the worst of it. Like I I, I did. I remember I was doing massive supersets with super lightweight just to stay active. And even though my weight fell a little bit, I stayed within, I was always looked like Ryback still, even if it was 10 or 12 pounds lighter. So it's good to be back and be where I am. And hopefully, you know, I think it's going to be a really cool thing. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up uh, this evening. Make sure you check out Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. Right now, you can sign up for my text message and email alerts and get 25% off your next two orders. We have a spin and win wheel where you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition hungry gym bag, a half-gallon jug and with discounts of 25, 30, and 35% for playing the spin the wheel, which is free on there as well. Uh, And supplements for men and women sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. So make sure you want to check those out anytime you want, guys. And I'll be joining you again tomorrow night, most likely. Here, I believe I'm going to have time tomorrow night uh, for a Friday live. So thank you for hopping on tonight, a little later uh, episode tonight. But it's greatly appreciated. And stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more.